Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F dot com. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. So we have spent so much time this year. We talked about all the excitement in Florida, and then everybody <laughs> on the planet, from Mother Nature to the Rona to everyone else, just slammed the brakes on us. Yeah, it was a tease. It's ridiculous what's happened here. Now, fortunately, fingers crossed, looks like we're going to get going. Mm-hmm. And we've, like, racked our brains. We've talked to safety people. We've talked to drivers, but with nobody racing. But one of the, we, we haven't talked to too many crew chiefs. And so um, Cody Jacobs is David Gravel's crew yeah. chief on the Big Game Motorsports team, and he's great. Cody Jacobs is awesome. Oh, yeah. So uh, that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk to Cody Jacobs here. She's Aaron Everham. I'm Steve Post. This is Wing Nation, the podcast presented by Dry Dean. And uh, I love when we get a chance to talk to some of these crew chiefs to get their take on life, the world, and sprint car racing. Me too. I mean, you just need to get their perspective. We, we get the driver's perspective often. We sometimes talk to promoters. But to talk to a crew chief who's, I mean, the nuts and bolts and the, the leader of the team in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. Cody, Cody uh, said, you know, at one time in an interview I, I was reading, said, you know, he's the head coach yeah. of the team and, and putting it together and doing everything. And then they get a new driver with gravel. Yeah. And then so they get off started and get going. And was gravel the one that had like like 62 third? He had like the same finish every night at Galusha. fourth. I fourth. looked and I actually yeah. thought I was going crazy. No, He had fourth place finishes every, <laughs> every night. single night. Yeah. Every night. All fourth stars. Place finishes. Outlaws. Yeah. yeah fourth okay. Place finishes. You should have no, seen me. I'm, I was like. Am I losing my mind? Am I checking the no, same date? No, he finished fourth every race. <laughs> so they're good, but it's like, okay, no, you, you, I mean, and then you're just going to this hiatus. And so uh, that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk to, and, and Cody is part of the Jacobs clan. He's Dean's boy. Yeah. Which that in itself, <laughs> that had to be growing up with Dean Jacobs. That had to be an just education. as a Jacobs. Well, I agree. But there are times... I've been around Dean a few times, and I'm like, did he just say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely. There's no filter. Yes. Less filters there, than Kenny, there, for there, sure. Yeah, Kenny has a filter. Yeah, no, some, to some degree. Yeah, when, yeah. when he needs to. When he needs to. Yeah. Dean, <laughs> matted on the floor, wide open, never left, no filter. Yeah. So uh, this is boy Cody. He's got a brother, Trey, that's racing, too. Yep. Trey's racing, too. So great, great family. So, yeah, can't wait. Looking forward to talking. To Cody Jacobs here on the podcast. Also looking forward to more great racing action this weekend. We'll talk about it, but a look back. Last week, it was the fabulous Lincoln Speedway, the icebreaker. Tim Wagaman put the old move on Kyle Moody. Our buddy Wayne Harper had the call on Flow Racing. And now for the Dry Dean Death-Defying Move of the Week, where one driver simply amazes us with their on-track moves. On the restart, Wagaman grabs the lead. 
as they go down the back stretch and welcome in your new leader. That death-defying move was brought to you by Dry Dean Diesel All Death, the official death of the world of outlaws and wheelmen everywhere. Visit drydean.com for more information. For decades, Drydean Lubricants has been made in America and made to last, paving the way on our highways, in our fields, and on the production line. Today, Drydean offers a complete line of engine oils, greases, hydraulic and transmission fluids, and diesel exhaust fluid. If you want greater performance and protection for your critical engines and equipment, go to drydean.com. Drydean, American-owned and operated, and a proud supporter of racing and race fans everywhere. Citywide to countryside, whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTires.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTires.com. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. For a year-round high-quality eating experience, look no further than sage fruit, apples, pears, and cherries. Not only is their produce healthy, but they are grown with such care and precision that you can count on each piece of fruit having exceptional flavor. Sage fruit, it's our first choice for quick and easy snacking. Wing Nation, presented by Dry Dean. Let's go to the Sage Fruit Hotline. Joining us, the crew chief for the Big Game Motorsports team, driver David Gravel. Crew chief Cody Jacobs is on the line. Hello, Cody. Welcome into Wing Nation. Hi, guys. How you doing? We are doing great. Good to catch up with you. Uh, Aaron and I talked about in the opening of the show that what a frustrating mess we have been in this year. We got off to a great start in Florida. Everything's rolling along, and then we put a big old brakes on everything. What's it been like as the uh, as a crew chief for one of the teams? Um, well, yeah, I mean, everybody was excited to get the season rolling, obviously, and to get down to Florida and uh, get the season pumping. And, yeah, just uh, I think everybody kind of knew what was going to happen with the California swing. Everybody was kind of doubting that for a while with everything going on. And then, of course, the storms in the south there just uh, kind of held it up. So um, I actually just landed in Florida, back in Florida with me and my guys. We went home for a week. Um, well, we went down to David's after Volusia and hung out and worked a little bit. And then uh, everything got canceled. So we actually sent all my guys home, and I got to go home and see my family for a week. So that's kind of what it's been like for me. So. Well, that's kind of nice. Excited that you, to get back racing. You got to at least take a, a little break before the season gets crazy, maybe, and, and see your family. Cody, how difficult is that logistically? You know, you can't just drive up. Maybe I don't know where exactly where David lives, but drive your tractor trailer just down his road and work on your car. Is that a challenge? Like, what, what do you do with the, the equipment while you travel back? Or those things changing day to day? That's got to be a challenge. Yeah, I mean, um, for us, it worked out pretty good because David, he he lives in uh, West Palm Beach now. So um, we just went down there uh, when they canceled the uh, Dixie weekend after Volusia. And we were just going to get everything ready down there. And uh, they ended up canceling the next weekend and the next weekend. So, um, yeah, just uh, for us, it kind of worked good because we didn't really have to go. Our shop's based in Minnesota, so we really didn't want to go back to the cold. And with the weather being as bad as it was, we didn't want to take that chance of traveling. 
Um, so it kind of worked out, and we just uh, each one of us flew home, uh, see the family or whatever. So that kind of kind of worked out good for us. You had the opportunity. We did a Wing Nation television program with David Gravel, and you made a cameo walking past on the back of the Zoom call. Um, you had that opportunity to go down to West Palm Beach, down to David's place. David's a new driver with you. Everyone kind of knows everybody on the road, but knowing people on the road and being partnered up crew chief and driver on the road is a different uh, different relationship. How beneficial was that for you to have that alone time in David's world to get further and deeper acquainted with your driver? Oh, it was great. You know, I mean, uh, they they welcomed welcomed us into their home um, and. Uh, took care of us there for a couple of weeks and uh, it was great. You know, we had a lot of fun, you know, got to, you know, have some conversation, you know, away from racing, but uh, I've known David a long time. I've known his family a long time. Um, I've kind of actually, you know, he's a little bit younger than me, but I've kind of got to see him come up through the ranks. Um, and, you know, we get, we get along good and I'm hoping that uh, everything translates into the racing and we can get along good with that. Hopefully we can build this deal. Um, to be uh, what I feel could be probably one of the premier teams in in the in the you know near future. But more important than that, did he allow you to drive his Mustang on the drag strip? Did you <laughs> did you get a chance to see that part of his life? Uh, we, well, I got to see it, but he didn't let me get to drive his baby around. So uh, <laughs> he's very protective, uh, isn't he? Yeah. I, I don't I don't know. I might have to I might have to work into that. That's fine. So, Cody, you only got four races, I think, or, or so far in with David, a new driver for you this year. But like you said, a longtime friend or acquaintance. Uh, what were those first few nights like when you have a new driver um, uh, for the team? You go down to Florida. Florida's obviously always very challenging. Just it is because it's the start of the year in Volusia is tough. Um, what, what were those four nights like? Obviously, you had four top four finishes, I believe, <laughs> which I kept getting confused. I was looking at my the wrong notes, uh, but obviously a good start. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. We finished, like you said, fourth every night. Um, uh, from the test night to the final night on Sunday, we really worked on our car a lot, and I feel like every time we got on the racetrack, we got him more comfortable, and we got faster and faster. So uh, it was a good learning learning curve. Um, it was definitely um different driver from last year. I mean, it's really my – third different driver in about five years and about third different motor program and about the fifth different chassis. So it uh, kept me on my toes here the last handful of years, but yeah, I mean, I feel like we made gains every time. Um, It's definitely, uh, he he likes a little bit different feel than some of the other guys that I've been with, but um, he's a really good race car driver. He's got a lot of natural ability. He keeps the car really straight. He moves around, he searches the racetrack and, uh, kind of a mechanic's dream, really. Uh, he, he, he's he got a lot of good natural qualities that uh, obviously has worked out for him really well, and I'm really excited to keep on keep on rolling with it. I'll tell you what, that uh, a mechanic's dream, that's, what, uh, that's kind of what you're looking for. That is for sure. You're in a unique situation in that rarely does it happen where you race at Volusia, and then you move on. In most cases with the World of Outlaws, it's it's three months, six months, or another year before you go back. Yeah. You get to go right back again. Your first race back this weekend is uh, is, is Volusia. Um, how how does that work as far as what you talked about? Next time we go there, well, you didn't have to wait long to get to that next time. 
Yeah, um, I mean, I think we got a pretty good notebook built off the, the Dirt Car Nationals week. So, I mean, I'm I'm pretty pumped, really. I mean, we can go back there and run another four days for all I care. Um, <laughs> it would be it'd be fine with me, but uh, I'm I'm really confident. I think uh, I think we'll be we'll be right in the hunt. Cody, I want to go back to the last question, talking about different drivers. And you said, you know, that he has a different David has a different driving style than Kerry, maybe, or other drivers you've worked with. What are, without you know delving into it completely? What are some of the aspects that you're talking about? Is it his feedback? Is it the way he? I know you mentioned he keeps the car straight, but what what are the different tendencies that you have to work with as far as setups and communication? Yeah, I mean, it just feels like I mean, maybe it's because he's a little bit younger than some of the guys I've been with the last time, but I feel like you know, guys like uh, like Schaefer or Carrie or the guys that have been racing a real long time, you kind of only got like a lap or two to really see what your car is doing. And then after that, you know, maybe they kind of fix it or, or do something, you know, in the cockpit to kind of fake it a little bit. And I just think with David, I don't know. He just, um, like I said, he just keeps it really straight is the main thing. And uh, yeah, just kind of figuring out, you know, what combinations suits his style. You know, I guess it's kind of kind of hard to explain. I just got to kind of watch the car and, and uh, kind of see what it's doing and listen listen to what he says, which was good. The first four nights, like, I felt like our communication was really good. So, um, yeah, just, uh, just kind of pinpointing and, and fine-tuning and, and figuring out what he needs to be dialed in so he can showcase his talent. Cody Jacobs, our guest here on Wing Nation, presented by uh, Drydeen. Cody, uh, in in the limited time over the last year or two that I've spent in the world of Outlaw Pit area, um, can't wait to get back out there more and more as, as we start to open back up again. One of the hot topics is keeping teams together, keeping teams happy, how difficult this job is and making this work. Uh, can you just kind of speak to that, how difficult it is putting a team together and and now you've got a team together, keeping it together and getting that right set of guys to head up and down the road here as you guys will do soon? Yeah, Steve, that's an excellent question. And actually that's, I mean, for this outlaw deal, that's one of the toughest challenges you face is getting a group of guys together that want to be out here for the right reasons and uh, that want to want to do this for real and be successful. Um, it's It's getting harder and harder and harder to find guys that want to make that sacrifice and guys that really want to be out here to do this um, because it is a lot of sacrifice. And, you know, I've been doing it off and on my whole life. It does get, it's not all puppies and rainbows all the time out here. So it's uh, it's definitely a grind. Um, I'm super grateful and super fortunate that Todd Quirin gave me the opportunity to get a group of guys together and, and try and build this deal to make it a premier team again. And uh, I got, uh, you know, I got two good guys with me, Trey Bowman, my car chief, and and Wyatt, uh, my tire guy. I mean, they they do a really good job for me. And, um, you know, the main thing is just trying to keep that uh, team continuity and and keep everybody happy and, and make sure everybody's on the same page. And sometimes that's the hardest stuff. It's not even about the racing. It's just about keeping people happy and and uh, making sure your team's, you know, clicking on all eight cylinders to really be successful out here. I, I feel like that's more the battle than, than anything else. Absolutely. Cody, you mentioned uh, Todd Queering, your team owner. 
What is it like mm-hmm. to have a team owner like Todd who is so passionate about the sport and is giving so much to our sport, whether it's racetracks or his team uh, or sponsorship? What is it like to have someone so passionate who you know you're going to get the, whatever you need to make that car successful? Yeah, it's awesome. Like I said, I'm just really, really thankful um, for Todd Quaring, uh his family, Taylor, uh, Andrew, Lisa, uh, Luke Lunt, everybody. I mean, they they have treated me amazing since since they hired me a year ago. And uh, I mean, I couldn't ask for anything better. He's given me everything I need. And now that we, you know, we've got David acquired, I mean, really, I mean, there's no excuses now. It's going to be up to us to, to put it all together and, and go out there and perform and and make shit happen. How is this? How does your deal work? I mean, I remember talking to Schaefer about your deal where one week you'd keep the car at your place, the next week Schaefer would keep it at his place, depending on where you go. This shop is located in Minnesota. Do you do you have a spot up there where you spend the bulk of your time, or how? How? And, and I know the world of I know once we go racing, it's it's on the road. I get that, but but between the, the last three or four months, were you based out of Minnesota? Yeah, yeah, our shop's based out of Wyndham, Minnesota, right where it's Todd's yep. hometown, and he provides uh, us with a team house um, that uh, me and my other guy, my my. Uh, car chief stays at and my tire guy he's from uh right by jackson so he's he's right at home when we're at the shop so yeah i mean he he provides us with everything he makes it feel real at home for me i mean i was born and raised in a small town and and wyndham's a small town so i mean it's kind of right at home for me and uh he, he he's made everything great you know everything from uh, living to, to providing us the equipment, everything has just been been top notch. That's awesome! What an opportunity, Cody. I read uh, somewhere today that you had you raced a little bit when you were in high school. You got in your dad's car uh, just for a little bit. I was wondering, you know, you even in, in NASCAR world, we always talk about the importance of a crew chief who's actually driven because they can understand what their driver's saying. They know what they're talking about mm-hmm. when they describe a feeling. How important do you think that that short driving career of yours has been to your your skills as a crew chief? Uh, I think it's helped me tremendously as far as being a mechanic. Um, I mean, I raced a little bit. I didn't race a bunch, but I definitely think that it gives you that feel. Um, uh, kind of takes away that little bit of you know translation of like what they're feeling or what they're trying to tell you when they come in. It's like a lot of times I already know it. I already know what he's going to say before he gets out of the car just because he's strapped in one and you've felt what it's like. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, as you well know, Aaron, it's a whole different ball game when you're out there. Mm-hmm. Um, things things change and things happen really fast. So, yeah, I, I definitely think it's a, a huge advantage to, to have raced a little bit and uh, felt that felt what it's like behind the wheel for sure. Cody, I want to take Aaron's question and expand it a little more. You talk, She talked about you being a driver and how that helped you as a crew chief. You're a Jacobs, okay? Jacobs race. That's what they do. How, how important has that been to help you to understand that when you signed up for this gig, you signed up for 24-7 for 50 weeks a year, and, and, and knowing that, how important is that that you add your arms around that as your career has expanded here and grown? Yeah, I mean, for me, Steve, really, it's all I know. I yeah. mean, I've tried the nine to five stuff, and I really hate that shit. So, I, for me, it's like it's all I know. I, I love it. Um, sometimes it gets frustrating. Sometimes, you know, you, you hang your head. But like for me, it's all I know. I, I you know, this is what I want to do. Um, 
yeah, I mean, it's it's in the blood for sure. Absolutely. If you're a Jacobs, I think it's yeah. it's automatically. Yeah. Absolutely. Cody, is there any part of this season that you're particularly looking forward to with David and, and this team? Is it, you know, David's record at Knoxville or certain parts of the schedule that just kind of stick out for you? Um, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm pretty amped for every, every night we get to race. I just hope that we get to race as, you know, as many of these 90 races as we can to make it feel like a a, a real outlaw schedule. Um, I mean, obviously the number one goal is to win races and then, you know, the big picture is to try and chase after that championship. So we're just going to take it one race at a time. Uh, try and uh, give him the best car possible, and like I said, let him go out there and, and do his thing. So, Cody. yeah, uh, I, I wouldn't say there's one thing. I'm pretty excited uh, to, to race each night. Yeah, you got David Gravel on the wheel. That's, uh, <laughs> that's just, holy God. You talk about having an advantage coming through the pit gate. That's uh, that's pretty stout right there. Cody, I want to wrap this up. I want to I wanna talk about two of the sports Biggest characters that have been part of your life, okay? Um, I'll mm-hmm. start with a more recent one. Well, he's probably, probably known them all. Tim Schaefer. <laughs> I mean, first off, I'm sure Gravel doesn't drink as much beer as Schaefer does. I, I don't know that anybody <laughs> does. But your time with Tim Schaefer, your fun meter with Tim Schaefer, your success level with Tim Schaefer, I cannot imagine what that was like living living that life for a period of time. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, he, like, there was times where, I mean, even, I mean, he would wear me out a little bit with with some things, but I mean, it was a, it was a good balance, you know, and each, each one of these drivers have their quirks. So it's just about kind of knowing their personality, figuring their personality out. I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm pretty laid back, pretty easy to get along with. So I go, yeah, I mean, the, the relationship I had with him, I'll, I'll cherish that forever. And, I mean, I'd be lying to say I didn't learn anything from him because I I learned a, a ton from him, you know, from the racing end to just life in general. So, uh, yeah, he was a great mentor. We had a lot of success together. And, um, yeah, that's definitely memories I'll, I'll have for forever. Tim Schaefer, a mentor. Tim Schaefer, mentor. <laughs> well, if this whole racing thing doesn't oh, work out, he can mentor mentorship. That's great. <laughs> no, I get it. I, had, I, I spent a fair amount of – at times I've spent a fair amount of time with Tim, and his yeah. wisdom, drinking beer in the Applebee's parking lot in yeah. Chillicothe, Ohio, you wake up the next morning and said, <laughs> he's, actually, he's actually got some really good he, wisdom. Yeah. He really does. Now, how you get there yeah. – will cause a headache, but um, yeah. he's, he's just uh, a good dude. The other character – uh, Aaron and I talked about your dad in the in the opening of the show. Um, I guess my first question is: Does your dad even have a filter? Did he at one time have a filter, or uh, what? I cannot imagine growing up as Dean's son. Uh, he, uh, what you see is what you get with him. That's for sure. And uh, I, uh, I mean, I owe I owe a lot to him. I mean, he's the reason where I'm at today. You know, he, he's the reason I got to sit in a race car. He's you know, the reason that uh, I'm in love with this crazy game. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know what more you can say. He's, uh, he's a lot of fun to be around. And anytime you're, you're feeling maybe not so uppity, you know, he, he definitely has the way to bring the spirits up for sure. Yeah. 
First time I met him, I sat at Attica on the backstretcher over off turn three, and I'm telling you what, I laughed. I'm like, I can't believe he said that. And then he would come back and double down. He'd come back and double down and say something. And I'm like, well, now I believe he said that. I just can't believe he said that. I mean, just what a, uh, what a, what a passionate, good guy. I know I said final question, but I do have another one. David with his YouTube channel. Okay, are you are you are you planning any cameos or big appearances on that, or are you trying to avoid that? Oh, I don't know. I mean, that's not really my type of deal, but I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess if he, if he needs a special guest, I probably could make an appearance. Yeah. <laughs> Great stuff. Cody, we appreciate it. We wish you the best getting started again this week in Florida and on throughout. We appreciate the time. Thanks for the insight into the life of a 2021 World of Outlaw Crew Chief. Thanks, man. Absolutely. Thanks for calling. See you guys. There we go. Cody Jacobs. What a good dude. Yes. Just what a good. He's always been one of those guys I walk in the pits, and I think because of Kendra, knowing Kendra, I kind of got acquainted with him maybe yeah. quicker than some of the other people. Back when I first started, he was one of the first guys that, uh, hey, man, what's going on? And be talking, and she'd show stuff and you know, that sort of thing. Just could not be any nicer. Great, great guy. Love it. Dean's boy. <laughs> <laughs> mentored by Tim Schaefer. Mentored. Dean's boy mentor. Well, no, and, and, and listen to this. Now, listen to I this. I saw, yeah, Lasowski mentorship Yeah, Lasowski has a Paul McMahon in his background. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah, uh, but but seriously, learned under Bonsai Burn, uh, Bruns, Robert Hubbard, and Barry Jackson. Now that's, that's pretty stout yeah, right there. That's absolutely. pretty stout for sure. So, great, great stuff. Always love when we get a chance to catch up with Cody Jacobs. Over the years, Drydeen has stood for uncompromised value and proven performance. Known as the hardest working brand in heavy duty lubrication, Drydeen's heritage is made in America and made to last. Drydeen products work to increase the life and enhance the efficiency of your equipment in the toughest conditions. Learn more about Drydeen's products at Drydeen.com. From grassroots racing to NASCAR, Drydeen is a proud supporter of racing everywhere. Citywide to countryside, whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTires.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTires.com. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Sage Fruit has been a longtime supporter of sprint car racing, sprint car fans, and us here at Wing Nation. What they pride themselves on most is providing shoppers with the highest quality, best-tasting apples, pears, and cherries available. Go to sagefruit.com and make sure you ask your local grocer for Sage Fruit. Chatting with Cody Jacobs and had a great time doing that. There's a Jacobs wing, I think, to the Hall of Fame out in Knoxville, Iowa, or there should be. Uh, Just what a great family. I mean, just so... Uh, amazing. Uh, his brother Trey is racing. Dean, obviously, we talked yep. about. Uh, Lee continues to race. School teacher Kendra, of course. Yep. Kenny. I mean, it's just uh, Pete that built uh, Wayne Wayne County. Yeah. I mean, just an amazing family. So really, really cool, and uh, a, a family that uh, has a rich history in the sport, as does the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. Birthdays this week: Monday, Taylor uh, would have been Pappy Weld's birthday. Tuesday, Duke Nalen. Uh, yesterday, Fred Raymer. How about that? Oh, I bet they I bet they had a big old time up in Salfordsville, Pennsylvania. Uh, tomorrow, Dick Sutcliffe, Bill Schindler, Smokey Snowbaker later on. Today would have been the birthday of Greg Weld. Greg Weld of the Weld family. He's a former Knoxville Nationals yep. champion. 
And then uh, while he had great success as a race car driver, uh, developed the Weld Wheeled brand, and now it's Weld Industries, and it's an empire. I actually toured uh, about three years ago, toured Weld and watched them make wheels yeah. and stuff. It's phenomenal. Huge uh, industry. When, when our friend Mama Gail was there, oh, she got me She got me my bubble goggle glasses and got me behind the scenes. Yeah. And uh, I'll tell you, the Weld name and, and history and the Weld and sprint car racing, all of racing, yeah. the sprint car racing, uh, the Weld name. So today would have been the birthday of Greg Weld. I believe Greg passed in uh, 2008, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but his life is enshrined because he's a mm-hmm. member of the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame located off turn number two in Knoxville. We come in here a lot of times and we talk about the Hall of Fame. And it's like, well, you know, you can buy a suite or you can buy a raffle ticket or something. You can become a supporting member of the Hall of Fame for as little as $25, Aaron. Yeah, what a deal. It is. And you get free admission to the museum, 10% on the museum store merchandise, which I know is big for you. Yes. Oh, absolutely. You love yes. that store. Yeah. And you just go to www.sprintcarhof.com. It is. It is really, really cool. The National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. Turn number two. One Sprint Car Place is the address. Yes, I always love that. I do, too. I do, too. I love that. That's for sure. Okay. So we talked about this a little bit on Tuesday, and our fingers are still crossed. Okay, here we go. Volusia and East Bay. Uh, World of Outlaws and East Bay. W- World so of Outlaws and Volusia and East Bay. This is going to be an awesome weekend. Mm-hmm. So our friends at Dirt Vision are going to have that. Pennsylvania, Lincoln, and uh, Port Royal. The 79th annual Port Royal Speedway opening day, sponsored by Packers Concessions for the Weikert's Livestock 410 Sprint Cars and Late Models. And I think Flow Racing has both Lincoln and Port. So we've got great, great racing across the board so fun stuff can't wait finally finally we get to see get to see what's going on out there our friends the lucas oil ascs national tour they again uh were supposed to start uh this weekend Mm -hmm. at bakersfield uh not going to happen uh march 19th and 20th at the famed devil's bowl speedway in mesquite texas uh celebrating the 30th year they have 61 events scheduled uh it's going to be on flow racing this year as well so that's going to be neat and uh, Roger Crockett, Scott Baguski, Blake Hahn, Jordan Mallet, Matt Covington, and a whole host of others are so glad that Sam Hayford Team <laughs> Jr. is not going to be there to ruin everything. Uh, Sam's going to do the four tens, and if early indications are Sam, Sam is used to winning a lot of races. I'm not sure that Sam needs to get unused to winning races as yeah, fast as he was at Volusia and Screven. Mm-hmm. He's been really fast. If he can keep that speed going, Sam's going to keep right on winning races oh. despite the jump into Absolutely. the four ten world. Um, so, but the ASCS national tour, it just opens the door wide open for somebody to jump in there and grab it. Cause Sam has won it five times championship hog (laughs) prior to him. It was like, like, uh, yeah, Jason Johnson winning them and, uh, and, uh, Wrights will want a bunch of, so, uh, wide open. So it's going to be a great year. And, uh, and, and the other thing with, uh, Lucas, we talk about the national tour. It's going to be on flow racing. Most of the regional tour races are not going to be on racing boys. Yeah. So we're going to have sprint car racing. Of. Oh, I know Heather Strassa and, and Scott and everyone out there just been, they've been lining up camera people and sending camera people and stuff. Scott's building a new trailer. Yeah. Oh, trailer's building a new trailer. So um, <laughs> it's good. It's great stuff. So uh, so racingboys.com, you can find it, or ASCS uh, online, or uh, Lucas Oil ASCS National Tours, where you can find that at ASCSRacing.com. That's what it is. So wingnation.com is your source. For Wing Nation gear, okay? We've got a little bit of gear on there now, but stand by. 
Stay oh, tuned. Oh, boy. This is our 10th anniversary. Big doings. And our friends at Classic Inc. are working on some new designs, new stuff, new swag. So you'll be able to find that at wingnation.com. And once the All-Stars get back at business, you'll be able to find all of our new stuff there. So uh, get some old stuff and hang in there. We'll have some new stuff soon. 10th anniversary Wing Nation stuff. You can follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, and our YouTube page. And it is going to be cool. So I, I love... Last week on this podcast, Aaron, we talked a lot of safety. Yes. Okay. And uh, this week we talked to one of the crew chiefs. Yeah. And I love the fact that we're Keep kind of mixing it up, it up changing yeah. it up a little bit. This is such a wonderful, wonderful sport. And there's so many great personalities and there's so many great personalities that race these cars, but there's so many great personalities that work behind the scenes mm-hmm. that make these cars go around in circles and make them safe when they do so. For sure. So it is neat. It really truly is. So having fun with us, that's for sure. And we appreciate Cody Jacobs joining us this weekend. Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit, our television program. Freddie Raymer. Yes, we're talking to the Lincoln and the Williams Grove reigning track champion. Again, thanks to Cody Jacobs for joining us here on the podcast. Wing Nation presented by Dryden. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com.